One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You get used to people seeing your vagina. A lot of people have seen my vagina and I'm just used to that now. Hello and welcome back to Test Cheap Baby. In this episode, we are one whole week and two days into IVF. A lot has happened. Uh, my name is Miranda Burns and over there with a pink eye is Tristan Hall. That sounds like you farted in my eye. No, well, no go on, explain. Uh, there's not... <laughs> a pink eye is the right... Yeah, you're right. It is a pink eye. It is. Uh, but, it, but it's not pink eye. I said a pink eye. I yeah, put an A But you, you will understand the, the possible confusion an audience member may have thinking that I have slept on a fart pillow. Go on, give context. Last night, um, Mikishio, who you, are, you will be aware of as our bunny rabbit, decided to... Give me love in the face. And part, that sounds even <laughs> that worse. That sounds so much worse. Mikishio, our bunny rabbit, last night decided to jump up on my face and yeah. his claw landed in my eye. And I now look like I've, I've, yeah, I've got pink, pink eye. Pink eye, pretty much. But yeah. it's not pink eye. It's just where he scratched my eye. It's Mikishio bunny claw. So let's eye. clear that one up before we go any further. <laughs> so, wherever you are, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And we hope you're having a great day. Uh, if you are new to our podcast family and test you, baby, we're chatting through all things IVF and hopefully beyond because, fingers crossed, there is going to be a baby. In true Tristan and Miranda style, there will be a whole lot of tangents, more than one euphemism, and inevitably we will expose and embarrass ourselves. Where do we start today? Good bloody question. <laughs> I suppose the most important thing to cover is that I have been injecting myself. When we last spoke to you, I had done one injection. Since then, I have injected myself every day uh, and then started injecting myself twice a day. Not through choice. The medication just prescribed that that would be so. It's been okay, maybe. You've done You've done really well. I will say that. You've done incredibly well and... The first day we were a little bit tentative and it was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And you did it and you smashed it. And then the next day you did the same. And then we got to two injections and it got a little bit harder because you had to inject yourself once and then attack yourself again with a needle. It's really hard because when you do this, uh, you have to hype yourself up. I keep describing it. My analogy is it's like being on a diving board at the top of a diving board. And you know that the only way down is to jump. That doesn't make you want to jump, though. You're still scared and you just have to hype yourself up and you do the whole three, two, one, I can't do it. And that has happened so many times. Every time. And it's not just once every time. It's like, uh-uh. if I tell you that the process of doing an injection from when you put the needle in to when you're done is probably about 10 seconds. But we've been spending maybe 10, 15 minutes <laughs> in the room waiting for Miranda to pluck up the courage to do it because it is a really scary thing. And I yeah. do appreciate that. 
The funny thing is that we've then had to work around this problem <laughs> and give Miranda incentives. So at one point we we tried something where we were counting down and that wasn't really working. So we thought, okay, let's throw random numbers out there and then you have a number that you go on or a word that you go mm-hmm. on. So it was number five. So I'd sit there and I'd go, seven, 46. I felt like I was in the lottery numbers. 89. <laughs> Five, and then you have to do it, but which worked. It worked for two days. The issue with it is that, like with three, two, one, I quickly came to know when five would be coming because it would be after maybe about four digits. I just could work it out. I could feel when Tris was going to say it. So that didn't work. You mentioned incentives as well. You used to bribe me with things like a McDonald's, which I still have not had. You said no. You like, it's not enough. It's not enough. Give me something else. <laughs> So I promised you an item of clothing every day and you seem to have forgotten that one. So oh, I'm, I haven't. I'm, oh, okay. I've been right, eyeing, up, eyeing up a You've white counted, dress yeah, on I H&M. thought so. Yeah. It's interesting as well, because we've been recording the injections uh, visually. We... <laughs> visually. Oh, visually. Well, it could be confusing considering that listening to a podcast. Because uh, we've been recording the injections, the length of the videos has been getting longer and that's how we know for definite that I am taking longer to do the injections. And you might be screaming and being like, Miranda, but why? Surely it gets easier every time. This is interesting. So my mum is a dentist and she deals with nervous patients. That is her thing. It's her speciality. And she told me that needle phobias are very interesting because unlike other phobias where you can become desensitized, So for example, uh, you're scared of spiders and then you're in a room with spiders every day and eventually you can just no longer be scared of spiders. Needle phobias work the opposite way. So you become sensitized to them. So as somebody who had no issue with needles before this started and the first injection, yeah, I did have to big myself up quite a lot, but I did it. With every injection since, I have become more and more wary of the process, partly because I know what the pain feels like. I'm really familiar with that. Uh, partly because sometimes it goes wrong and I haven't done a good enough job and I, I don't trust myself. So I actually have managed to become more scared of needles since doing this, which really you did think would not be the case. When I say things went wrong as well, I, I didn't like inject the wrong place. It's just you have to really puncture your skin. Like you just have to go for it. And if you chicken out halfway through, then what you do instead is you concave the skin and you jab yourself with the needle as opposed to like inject yourself. And then you have to push really hard as you like puncture through the layers of skin, which is just revolting. <laughs> I, even as I say this, I feel queasy. <laughs> Buzzing for your injections tonight then, are you? Yeah, you can't oh wait. So much fun. I used to look forward to them. I, I would get quite excited and I'd like clock watch. I'd be like, oh, it's half six. The injection is starting in 40 minutes time. That's this is fun. And now I'm like, oh God, time goes slower. But there's not long to go now. Not too many more to go. And then it will be egg retrieval. And then you have to inject yourself again. You just have to do your progesterone pessaries. Let's quickly, we said we tell you what meds we're using in this episode. Uh, I was injecting myself with something called Menopure. That was the first injection. It is the thing that I've been doing throughout the whole of this process. And it started off as one injection that you have to mix yourself. So you have to keep the medication in the fridge. Uh, you take it out. You, you draw. I, I think the term is draw it. You draw it into the syringe and you mix it up. Oh no. Tris is shaking his head. Tris has played chemist for the whole of this process. So do you want to explain? Yeah, as the more qualified party in this. <laughs> Um, you're more of a doctor, I'm more of a chemist. You're the, doing the injections, I'm the one sorting out in the background. It comes separate, so you have a little vial with powder in it and then a syringe with a liquid in it. And that's kept in the fridge, as Miranda said. Then you put a needle on the syringe, pierce the little vial, and you put the liquid, squirt the liquid with the plunger thing, into <laughs> said vial. 
that powder then mixes with the liquid really quickly. It's it l- like it's it's like the video of someone putting candy floss in water. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the raccoon's like, "What the hell? Yeah, that's what just, the fuck? That's just what it's like. Oh, the raccoon, the raccoon. is so sad because he was so excited. It, it just dissolves. Because I think he wants him to wash his food. I, I know because that's what, what raccoons do. do, isn't it? Oh, bless him. Anywho, enough about raccoons. Once you've mixed the powder and the liquid, you no longer have to keep it in the fridge, right? So that is then there, and that is a 600 international units vial full of menotrophin, or menopure as the brand is. That is what you then draw out of with another syringe. So then you draw up a syringe from the vial that you've created. As I said, the vial is 600 international units. Miranda's dose, because her AMH is so low, is the highest dose you can give someone of menotrophin. So it's 450 international units. So that's a lot of liquid. Can I just make a little point? Go on. Why is the vial 600 if the highest dose is 450? That makes no sense to me. I think it's it's rarer to have to use the whole dose. Mm. I'm guessing most people will be on like 300, in which case that's two doses. Oh, uh, I see. But because yours is yep. so high, we have to do maths. And it'll mm-hmm. be okay. So 450 from one, which leaves 150 in the vial, yep. which means the next dose we're having 300. It's, it's And 150, which equals 450, yeah. So you end up going you know, back to your vial and you've only got a little bit left. You're getting you one out and it's, it's a bit confusing. So he really is playing chemist. That has been your role. We actually delegated quite carefully each person's purpose so Tris we knew is just better at maths and more organized it made way more sense for him to be the one that's mixing up the drugs I on the other hand um Will didn't have a needle yes. phobia so that was the first thing also you didn't really have a choice it wasn't like you could mix it up and I could inject it into myself because that would defeat the entire object of IVF and it's not that you would inject it into me oh, God, because no. you're scared of needles so I basically I was just left with that role and that's fine and I did it and I've I have tried my best so Menopure is what we started with we then moved on to something called Fermadil, which is not spelt how you pronounce it. It's very deceptive. I just kind of mumble Fermadil. Something beginning with an F. So I get the Fermadil, and then we know what it is. Yeah, and... I've been calling it Fermadil for, for so long. Fermadil. Yeah, I think I think in a lot of vlogs I refer to it as Fermadil, but it's not. It's Fermadil. At least that's what our nurse calls it. Fermadil. She calls it Fermadil. It's like an Irish name. <laughs> Fermadil. Fermadil McKenzie. Get me Fermadil out the freezer. Fermadil out the fridge. Is that in the fridge? In the fridge? Oh, yeah, it is in the fridge. It's not in the fridge. No, not anymore. No, the Fermadil's not kept in the fridge. Well, that was Don't keep your, If you're listening to this and you're keeping your Fermadil in the fridge, then stop. Just take it out. Now, the Menopure, if that is stimulating the antral follicles on my ovaries to hopefully produce many eggs, the Fermadil stops those eggs from wandering off about the body. Uh, so you use both... Otherwise known as preventing ovulation. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> Oh, my eggs have wandered off around the body again. Oh, there they go. God damn Classic it. Classic eggs off on a walk again. <laughs> Imagine, though, if they did like an occasional stroll. I feel like they would. They're cultured. Are they? I like the outdoors. They're very young. Oh, that's true. Immature eggs is actually the definition that they use to describe some In of fact, them. So, if anything, they're, they're wandering off and causing trouble, being they immature. They should be on reins. You know, like a toddler gets reins when you take it to the park. <laughs> we put the eggs on reins. Well, that's what the Fermadil does, doesn't it? It puts the eggs on reins. So, there you go. There's a nice um, explanation for you. Explanation. So, explanation. Oh, it's really early in the morning. And we're I, so tired. We're so- <laughs> 
feel drunk. I'm not drunk. I can't drink at the moment. That's sad. Well, we were, we were isolating at the moment with my parents. And yesterday we had a roast dinner. And I was I, my sister was having a glass of wine. And I was just eyeing it up across the table. I was like, God, that looks good. Because your family are very aware of the fact that you can't drink, right? And they're aware of the <laughs> like, fact that I'm... Stop them. Yeah, well, they're also aware of the fact that I'm avoiding drinking. Mm-hmm. But it's it's they're more likely to forget that I'm not drinking. So I've I've been offered... Have you? All sorts. No! And I have to then kind of say, no, I'm not. I'm trying to improve my sperm. <laughs> Which is a conversation with your in-laws that isn't bad to have because they've gone quite open with them. Yeah. But when you have to repeat it every day and you're constantly mentioning your sperm to your father-in-law, it, does, it doesn't beer. really... Have a beer. Sorry, my, um, my sperm will not permit this. <laughs> Oh dear. There have been a lot of conversations because we're isolating with my family. The whole of this process has been watched by them. So for example, last night when I was trying to do my injection, I got myself into a massive flap and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So we had in the bathroom with me and Tristan, also my brother, my sister and my mum and the cat. And you'll be very happy to know that we recorded that injection and we're going to play it out very soon on the podcast. I will say that we'll be playing out a highlights reel because as we said before, it takes a while. And last night was like another level. This was 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to put you through 20 minutes of me stood there doing snooker commentary (laughs) of you changing. You're like, okay. I, I just I just I'll do the I'll do the Fermadil instead. I won't do Menopil first. I'll do Fermadil. And I was like, oh, Miranda changing there too. The Fermadil injection. And I just want to say, I didn't have a mic in front of my face. No, so I was like off mic going, three, two, one, I can't do it, I can't do it, I need help. So you we, you don't want to listen to 20 minutes of that. We'll cut it down. We like to inject Miranda, because Miranda is our mate. And when we inject Miranda, does it all the So I want a little bit of reaction before. Uh, I, um, I always feel okay until I literally go to do it. And at the moment in which I go to stab myself, that's when I chicken out. That's the routine at the moment. I'm quite looking forward to everyone hearing the way you psych yourself up. All right. So I have to squeeze a little bit of skin on my tummy. I have to go underneath my belly button. Ugh. I've already got a clammy hand. This happens every time. And then when I get, a cl- when I get nervous, I get a clammy hand. And when I get a clammy hand, I'm worried I'm going to drop the syringe. Can I just say, this is the closest I've been to you when you're doing it. And I already feel a bit woozy. You feel that? Think about me. I'm having to do it to myself. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's preparing. Oh, but look how bruised I am. You look like a... I don't even know. I look green. That's what I look like. Oh, God. Oh, my hand is so sweaty. Is the microphone not helping the situation? The, the, the microphone makes it so much worse. I really feel a lot of pressure right now. This is the idea. God, you're so cruel. It's your podcast, dude. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. Three. Oh, God. Three. No, don't laugh. It's so, this, is so, this is entertainment for you, but this is my reality. Alexander, stop rolling your eyes. My brother's in here filming it. I'm not doing this for the podcast. Last time it took me like five minutes. <laughs> oh. Okay, right. Three, two. Oh, God, I'm being a, I'm being a pansy. Three. Oh, God. Three. Three, two. Oh, I just nearly went to do it then. Three. Okay, actually, Alexander, can you count me again? Hang on. Can you count me again? Three, two. Oh, I can't do it. No, Might you, feel how sweaty my feet are. Remember, you don't get a, a say in this. When I say go, you do it. That's it. Ah, that okay. Okay, so get ready. My hands are really sweaty. You ready? No. Three, two, 
So this, we've changed tack now. Does this make it feel a lot Look less intense with both I'm me and Tristan stood across the bar? I'm now sat <laughs> at the way. I can do the snooker. But like when mother pandas give birth and they have like loads of people around watching and I'm thinking, are we putting a bit more pressure on with all the cameras and the sound equipment and the recording? Do pandas feel pressure? Well, yeah, everyone feels pressure. Pandas particularly prone to pressure? I think I want to do Oh, she's given up on the menopure. And she's moving to the Fermadil. An, in an interesting choice. She oh, believes that the Fermadil is going to be a better companion. And we've seen this before, not for a few years now, though. So we wait and see how this pays off for her in the long term. And she lines up her shot there. Hello, Celia. So we've called in a medical professional. <laughs> how many times have you tried so far? <laughs> If I tell you that yeah. I'm on my second recording and the first one was 10 minutes long, this is a lot about how long we've been here for, Celia. Yeah. Um, <sighs> quite a while. Undie belly button. Has to be into the belly button. So. Oh, smashed it. Oh In it goes. Celia burns first time. How did that feel? Fine. Don't make me laugh. There you go, there's one. You can put this all out. Yeah, it's done. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oscar's joined in as well. <laughs> In comes the cat. Oh. Well done. Second one's gone in. Celia's now... It's okay. You're doing well. This is the worst one because it's menopure. This is the one that stings slightly more. Oh, there's a cat there. So for context there, halfway through that injection, a cat jumped up on Miranda's lap. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for helping. Now you could always do it tomorrow if we needed yeah. you to. <laughs> is, that, is that code for Celia's doing it tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I feel shaky. So the menopure injections, they started on the Saturday. The Fermadil injections got added to the party on a Wednesday. Can you hear? I really struggled to pronounce that. So I've been doing two injections for the last five-ish days. Now, on the Friday following the Wednesday, we had our first internal scan just to see if any of this was working, which was a little bit terrifying because I hadn't really been experiencing any side effects and I kind of felt like it wasn't doing its job. I thought I'd feel worse. I thought I'd feel really rough or at least hysterical considering all the hormones that were floating through my body. But I just didn't. I was just quite sound of mind and, and calm and happy. So we drove into the doctor's hoping for the best, not necessarily expecting the worst, but guarding expectations. We've kind of learned to expect the worst, haven't we? Mm. Everything that we've done, we we always have in the back of our mind that somehow we are doomed in yeah, some way. Bad we? news. But it's always going to be bad news. And so when you get good news, we're almost like, what, really? Are you... Do you want to check again? Like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> so we went in, we saw our lovely nurse. Well, she's actually a sister um, and she's a sonographer as well who did the internal scan. You may remember her from last week's episode as the lady who sung the Julie Andrews lyrics for The Sound of Music. Oh, we love her. She's such a babe. Uh, so we had a little chat with her. The probe went into my vag and she examined my ovaries. So the idea is that the antral follicles that we counted at the previous scan, of which there were 12, we were hoping that some of them had developed and gotten just a, a little bit bigger like they'd been on steroids it's like that isn't it that's exactly what it is yeah. you are taking a hormone 
to enhance them and make them bigger. Yeah. So she started counting. Now, while she's doing her work, the screen is away from us. I can't see it. I'm lying with my legs in stirrups. I, I, I can't Your see it. Your legs are Kimbo. Yeah. <laughs> In stirrups. In stirrups. And there are three, four of us in the room. Actually, there's a woman there writing down some stuff. Yeah. And it's a very, odd, very odd time. Everyone's making small talk. You're so right. Everyone does make small talk, and my badge is just open, and everyone can see it. Oh, the humiliation! It's fine. You get used to this. When you have endometriosis, or in fact any kind of women's health complaints, you get used to people seeing your vagina. A lot of people have seen my vagina, and I'm just used to that now. But Tris has only seen it in a clip. special way. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Oh, God, you have to laugh. That's the teaser thing sorted, isn't it? You cry. Um, so, yeah, four of us in the room making small talk. She's looking at my insides through my vag and <laughs> she starts counting. She's not, she's not got a periscope up there. <laughs> she, I've got a submarine looking around. Boop. <laughs> boop. Boop. I'm being a submarine, can you tell? That's it's a great a, impression. Was it all right? I think if I cover my mouth, it might be better. Anyway, you don't care about that. Um, so she's counting the antral follicles and she says things to me like, Oh, 15, 16. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I've got 15 antrovolicles just on the left side. The left was my weak ovary. Quickly realized that what she's actually doing is measuring the size of the antrovolicle. I was just shaking my head because you were there getting all excited. You were like, oh! and I was like, no, Miranda, she's just measuring the size. Oh, bed. I, yeah, I'll clutch at anything really these days. Uh, but it was fine. It was fine. On the left side, she had four antrovolicles and they were all the right enough shape she seems pretty okay with them your eye buzzing. looks so pink oh tris are you okay i'm i'm getting through yeah i don't have any complaints i doesn't doesn't really feel bad they're not hurt no, I'm fine. okay i'll stop staring at it um so then she moved on to the right side we'd already established that the left side is my lazy ovary so we were hopeful for a more fruitful harvest on the right side she started counting those again she was saying things like 15 70 i realized this time i didn't have 17 but she did count nine and the week before, we only had eight. So I've got up one antral follicle. Buzzing. Didn't expect that. Maybe it was off somewhere else in the body, like you said earlier, and I thought, you know what? I best come back. Something's going on down at the ovaries, and I don't want to miss this one. I don't want to miss out on this one. This is, this is I love this, like, anthropomorphizing thing that we've done. It makes sense, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that we've done to my ovaries. Like, they have little personalities and attributes, and they like to go for a wander. Well, yeah, exactly. It came back. So before, we had 12 antrophollicles to work with, which hopefully we could, you know, withdraw eggs from. We've now got 13. Lucky number 13. Ooh, uh, oh, da, da, no. da, 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 da. I hadn't even thought of that. Touch some wood. Touch all the wood, everyone. Touch the wood. I was absolutely over the moon. I don't know whether it was the menopure. I don't know whether it's the excessive amount of supplements that I'm taking to try and encourage everything to work. But whatever, it's happened. We have had an extra one pop up. So we're feeling, can I say hopeful? Are we feeling hopeful? I think so. Hope was the right word to use. Yeah. Optimistic. Not pessimistic. Yeah. I think before we were quite pessimistic about anything medical related. (laughs) But since we actually have had some good news, we've let that guard down a little bit, just a tiny little bit. So we're slightly more optimistic than before. Yeah. We've actually got a scan today, Mm -hmm. haven't we? Yeah. So we're about to go to the next scan. And last week when we were in on Friday for the scan that Miranda was just describing, they decided that instead of us having our egg retrieval this coming Friday, so that that would be 13 days into having your meds, they think because of how well your body's responding to all the meds that we can pull it forward by a couple of days. I know. So shortly they will be confirming when our egg retrieval is and we are hoping it will be Wednesday, which is two days earlier because you've done such a great job with all the meds, Miranda. I know. 
Thank you so Oh, it's all you. It's you mixing them, wasn't it? It is. It is. It's all, it's all you. So, yeah, I mean, wish us all the luck in the world. Uh, I'll say symptoms wise, because I have had some symptoms. I've been feeling quite sick. Uh, it got it's got progressively worse. It's just nausea. I haven't thrown up as of yet, although I feel like I had the potential to. So that's not been great. I also have some bruising on my tummy and my tummy feels a little tender. It doesn't hurt. It's not hard. It's not bloated, but it just feels delicate. Like Tris often rugby tackles me. It's his favorite thing to do. He likes to just spur it on me. Like, oh, surprise, I'm gonna pick you up and throw you on the bed. Oh, yeah, it's so happy and fun. Um, he said to stop doing that because it will hurt my tummy. <laughs> He's laughing. You can't. He silently laughs. He's laughing. It sounds almost erotic, that doesn't it? That is it for today. If you like what you heard, the best way to support us is to leave a review, share with your friends, family, parents, guardians, singing sonographers, whoever it may be, <laughs> and make sure to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Singing sonographers with vaginal probes. The best sort. But please do get involved. It makes all this worth it. So next episode, we're going to give you the rundown on exactly what happens in half an hour's time. Because like Trish said, we are leaving any minute and we are going for our scan. So we'll fill you in. We'll let you know when egg retrieval is happening. I think we're actually going to record the next podcast episode this evening post scan. So it's a quick turnaround. But hey, that's IVF life. Uh, And also, don't forget, you can see our faces over on Instagram. Miranda.Burns. Tristan.Hall and TestTubeBaby. Pod. Pod, pod for, for podcast. podcast. Love you. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.